0: Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt. A fake story about the Border Patrol using a whip on Haitian illegal immigrants. That got all over social media. The Emmys were exempt from the mask mandate. Oh, isn't that so interesting? A cancel Carmine's restaurant protest over alleged racism here in NYC. And Ken Burns says current times are bad, kind of like... The worst times in U.S. history. We'll get into that coming up here in just a moment. But first, if you are running a business, you know HR issues can kill you: wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap—an average of seventy thousand dollars a year. Bambi, spelled B A M B E E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy. And maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. It's month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance, so let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com, that's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit, B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash buck. The border is one of these areas of Biden failure that they wish they could hide, but they can't, not really not as effectively as they need to if they don't want this to become a political liability. We can all see what's happening right now. We're all quite aware of the situation. It's not just that the border enforcement is so weak. It's not just that there's a surge going on right now. The people with the greatest interest in knowing whether Biden is serious or not about enforcing our border laws have already shown us how they feel, have already shown us that, They think showing up right now is the best opportunity they've had, perhaps ever, to get into the United States. Now, some of them are right, some of them are wrong. I think most of them will probably end up being right. Remember that for every person who is taken to the border by a cartel right now, and why are all these Haitians, for example, showing up? Well, for every person who's taken to the border and turned away, there's another opportunity to try to come right back in and do the exact same thing. There's no punishment, you see, for repeated crossing. They don't enforce it, even though it's actually technically supposed to be an escalation and becomes a felony if you do it more than once. They, they never enforce that. They just turn people away and drop them off on the other side. Now, sometimes with the Haitian migrants, they're actually repatriating them. But keep in mind, they were able to get to the U.S.-Mexico border in the first place. The next time, perhaps, they'll come back. They won't show up and try to play the system. They'll just go around the system. This is a mess. People can see it. There's an understanding when you have thousands, thousands of illegal immigrants crowded under a bridge that something is going on. But the Biden administration wants to pretend that there's nothing really big happening here, that what you think you are seeing which is a de facto open border, is not, in fact, what is going on. So when Joe Biden is asked about this, what does he do? Mr. President, do you have a Thank message for the Haitian migrants? Thank you, guys. Let's, guys. Go. Thank you. let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Let's Thank go. You. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Come on, guys. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Come on. Let's go thank you, let's go, come on, we're not going to answer any questions, come on, let's go, because they know that Joe will mutter something, like, oh, it's, a, it's, a nation of, it's a nation of immigrants, you know, no joke, No, I'm, not, I'm not, not making a joke, folks, I just say the same things all the time, but I kind of stare into the camera with these beady eyes that have had way too much Botox around them, and I look at you and I just Come on. Come on, folks. Yeah, I'm Joe Biden. I'm folksy. You know, I'm from Delaware. I'm a, I'm a guy you can trust. So the whole, this guy's been getting away with this spiel for over 40 years now. It's the same thing. It's always really been the same thing. I just in the past. His voice was a little louder. He would yell a bit more. That was about it. But he won't say anything about this. Uh, what about the chief of Customs and Border Patrol? Um, thanking DHS Secretary Mayorkas. Let's hear this for a second. Good morning and thank you, Acting Commissioner Miller and Secretary Mayorkas for the support you provided so we can get these uh, resources moved in here as quickly as we have. The coordination within CBP throughout DHS and across the federal government is key to our response. This really has been a whole-of-government approach Uh, as I've never seen before. And that means it has included our state, local, and NGO partners, and certainly the communities uh, that have come together and worked long hours to address this situation here in Del Rio, Texas. And I want to thank them uh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Yeah, that's what you're going to hear from a federal bureaucrat who's in a role where he needs resources and wants to keep his job. whole government approach. Notice uh, when you look this stuff up, when you try to read about it, you know what they're doing? When they say coordination, this is why I wanted to do this. When they talk about an all of government approach, it's to process these illegal immigrants as quickly as possible. And a whole lot of them, the family units in particular, are going to be led into the United States. So what you might hear from someone like the head of uh, CBP is, oh, we're doing a great job coordinating with government here. But the coordination isn't to shut down the illegal crossing. It's to make it more seamless. It's to make it easier, faster, more efficient for a lot of them. Some will be turned back, but a lot will not. And this is obvious. Why are they all showing up, folks? You you think it's because they haven't been told, they're not aware of other people who have already gotten into the United States through this means, through this mechanism? I asked someone down in the Rio Grande section of the border yesterday, I talked to someone down there, a Border Patrol agent, and I said, are you concerned about The possibility of a jailbreak like situation where you just have 300 or 500 migrants line up on one part of the border and just make a run for it if they did that i can assure you a lot of them would get into the united states free and clear they've done it in other places that has happened before it actually used to happen pretty frequently in the tijuana san diego border crossing back in the 90s people would just make a run for it and they would figure You know, that if 30 or 40 of them all went at once, they wouldn't be able to get them all. And they were generally correct about that. Um, But here here is Mayorkas, the secretary of DHS, trying to tell you that this is not an open border. This is a situation that they are handling. They are figuring it out. We are very concerned that Haitians who are taking this irregular migration path are receiving false information that the border is open or that temporary protected status is available. I want to make sure that it is known that this is not the way temporary protected status is available. I want to make sure that it is known that this is not the way to come to the United States. That is false information. Okay. Are they going to be led in the country or not? That's what people really ultimately want to know here are they going to be let into the united states because if they are clearly we have a de facto open border if they are there's obviously a situation playing out here that is deeply troubling to those of us who believe in sovereignty and the rule of law if you're a leftist open borders loon you think this is great and then the focus of the media immediately uh, shifted in the last 24 hours on this issue a fellow a blue check named amarnath amarasingham Tweeted the following U.S. Border Patrol agents on horseback seen whipping Haitian migrants and nearly trampling a small child with his horse. That was a story blasted out all over social media. Oh, my gosh. Border Patrol, they say, whipping Haitian migrants from a horseback and, you know, almost trampling a child. This this, of course, meant to evoke some of the ugliest and worst periods of racism in our past. And it's not true that this actually happened. That, that's why you, you got to say, hold on a second. Does anyone in the media even care when they spread these falsehoods? It was just the the uh, split reins used on horseback by Border Patrol agents to direct the horse. There were, no, no one was whipping anybody. That did not happen. Did, do you think they care? When they get the story wrong, do you think that they uh, release some kind of an apology? No, they just move on to the next thing to lie about. They move on to the next moment of uh, opportunity to tell everybody that this is mostly an issue of feeling sympathy for the illegal immigrants who are at the border. That's what's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to worry about the lawlessness, about the intentional evasion of The will of the American people as shown through the laws passed by Congress that are still good law. You're not supposed to think of any of that. You're not supposed to have any any focus on that at all. No, instead you're supposed to just worry about the migrants who have gathered together from a human perspective only and they're going to show the most sympathetic portrayal imaginable and essentially make it seem like these are refugees. They are not refugees. These are people who predominantly come from other countries, not even Haiti, and who just realized now's a good time to sneak in the United States. That's it. Because we have a better, a better uh, economy, better welfare benefits, etc. That's what's actually happening here. They can tell you all these other things are happening, but it's not true. So there was some controversy over uh, the Emmys over the weekend. First of all, I, I am glad to see that there is a much broader societal repudiation of the idiocy of award shows just as as a general matter i think people recognize that award shows are really really dumb and that people should not spend their time there should not be a focus on watching these things right why hollywood you know talking about how awesome they are and getting all dressed up and everything else i mean there was a time when there was a much greater cultural resonance you know, there was a time when the Oscars represented, for example, movies that people wanted to see. I mean, that hasn't really been the case in at least 10 or 15 years. Right now, the Oscars is, a, is like the wokeness Olympics, but they used to have movies, you know, like Braveheart and Saving Private Ryan and movies that people really wanted to see that became cultural touchstones and they would win awards. They would win the biggest awards. So we know that's all changed. But now the Emmys over the weekend. I, I don't know. I've never seen the Ted Lasso show. So everyone could just. Give me a, a, a moment on that one to catch up and figure out what's really happening. But uh, the Emmys were unmasked. And because of the videos that have been circulating in recent days, because of what people have seen of children having masks forcibly put over their mouths, over their faces, there is a sense, I believe right now, of this goes too far. I mean, if they're going to engage in mandatory state-sanctioned child abuse, on the one hand, I do not think, I do not think they should, they should believe they will get away easily with having a big party where all of these fancy celebrities are unmasked. But you know what the great part about this is? And by great, I mean illuminating and hilariously horrifying. It turns out the Emmys are technically, get ready for it, exempt from mask mandates because... The city of Los Angeles for Hollywood events has created a mask exemption for attendees. So there it used to be we thought, hold on a second. They're not they're not actually obeying the laws they enforce against the rest of us. Right. That used to be the belief. And what we have found is, no, now they're actually creating different sets of laws when they can get away with that. You see, that, that's an elevation. That's something beyond what we have seen up to this point, right? That's something beyond the, oh, wait, there's a hypocrisy in enforcement. Now it's hypocrisy in the creation of the very regulations themselves. And this is classic uh, animal farm stuff. And Have you ever read the Orwell book, Animal Farm? If you haven't, it's an absolute must. And if you have read it, you probably read it in freshman year of high school, a long time ago, I would say go back and read it again. Go back and read it a second time. You will get a lot from it. It is brilliant. I know it is written about animals on a farm, but as a, as a short history of the ethos and even some of the actual history of Bolshevism and what happened in the Soviet Union, it is fantastic. And the way that they keep evolving the rules to benefit some while pretending that there is absolute equality... You see that happening with COVID in our own country. You see that right now. That situation is playing out in America today. And the Emmys are an example of this. I actually appreciate that Mayor London Breed of San Francisco is willing to just come out and say, I'm important. I felt like partying. No one's going to get in the way of me partying. So too bad that I didn't wear a mask. Mask up your kids or else. Mask up your kids or people will come and make you do it they will put their hands on your children and force a mask on their face speaking of uh covet policies there is a cancel Carmine's protest going on in new york city right uh, well it happened i think uh last night and here's here's what's going on all of us all of us have been saying that one of the parts of the extreme New York City COVID rules that the left hasn't really come to grips with is that you have a disproportionate, a disproportionate amount of uh, the unvaccinated in New York City are Black and Latino residents of the city. All right, so that's always that has been known. That's a function of statistics and numbers, and that's where we are. And they just they just ignore it. I mean they they don't spend any time on that issue. They just figure, you know, we'll we'll keep pretending it's only those big bad Trump voters who are the problem. Okay. Well, that's not true, as you know. And in New York City, at a restaurant like I said called Carmine's, three uh, three black women sat down in a restaurant. They had their vaccine passports. They were checked. They were seated. Everything was fine at this restaurant. There was no problem. Now, we can all sit here and agree that I think it's absurd they had to show vaccine passports to get in. But that is the city regulation right now. And it was enforced. OK, everything is fine. Then three uh, friends of these ladies, uh, three black men showed up. And I believe only one of them could produce any form of vaccination proof. Now, I agree that this rule is stupid. I agree it's unfair and ridiculous, but that is the rule, at least insofar as this woman who is trying to keep her job at this restaurant is concerned. And these, these uh, t- uh, two of the three men were not in compliance. Now, the woman here, the hostess, is uh, Asian uh, or Asian-American. And uh, there is it's, there's, on video, you can see there's some kind of a scuffle And the three, uh, three of of the uh, black women attack the physically assault, the Asian hostess at this restaurant. Now, they were then arrested for a charge with misdemeanor assault. And then does does anyone want to guess what the story somehow became? Racism. They're saying this is racism on the part of the Asian-American hostess now. To add to that, after the three women had been arrested, guess what they claimed the woman said to them? Ah, yes, that's right. The N-word. That was what the claim was all of a sudden, that that there was a racial slur used by this uh, diminutive Asian woman when confronted by these three uh, black women. I will say right now, based on the facts of the case, based on how convenient it is for three people who have been arrested for assault in a restaurant where they were in the wrong, and that is quite clear, and there's video of it, that suddenly, oh no, she said a racial slur, I think these women are lying. I think they're lying. I'm just going to come, oh yeah, at the moment when the woman's being assaulted, that's what she's going to start throwing around racial slurs at that point? That's very convenient. But it is very convenient, isn't it? Because now this becomes an instance of BLM showing up. That's already happened. BLM protesters showing up at the restaurant, you know, saying, uh, you know, F your racism, holding up signs. White guys in, uh, there's a white guy in a Black Lives Matter t shirt standing outside of Carmines with an F your racism sign. Um, and, and there are people who are chanting, Carmines are racist. Carmines are, are racist and fascist outside. No, Carmine's is not racist and fascist. New York City policy about vaccines is idiotic. But the facts of this, uh, the facts of this case, I'm sorry, I think those three women are lying. I think they got upset and I think they attacked a woman who was smaller than they were and assaulted her and they should be held to account. That's what I think. It's clear there was no racial animus when she sat them down with no problem. They're claiming there was racial profiling going on. There's no profiling. This is Democrat rule in New York City. And you have to show your vaccine card to go into a restaurant. Everybody. Well, you know, it's it's not racial profiling when you make a black person show you a vaccine card when everyone has to show vaccine cards, which is the rule. So unless they can claim that nobody else, and I can tell you, I've had to show vaccine card in New York many times. Many, many times already. Pretty much everywhere I go now. Everywhere I go, they want to see it. So it's not the case that this is just enforced against... Uh, People of color. That's a lie. But I I just hate this. I hate that uh, that the the BLM machinery just sort of jumps into the middle of this. All of a sudden you have all these people, these protesters. I mean, what about the people who are working at car mines? You know, what about the uh, the people of color who work in the kitchen and are trying to feed their families and trying to pay their bills? So now you're going to scare away their customers because three women, like I said, I believe they're lying. I believe they're lying. So. I think anybody who looks at this story and looks at the facts of the case would say, yeah, no, that doesn't. I'm sorry. Very convenient that the people that engaged in a multiple person gang assault on a much smaller uh, woman who was an employee of this restaurant, uh, that, that all of a sudden that, oh, yeah, she said a racial slurp. No, no, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Sorry. Too too convenient to try to bail out the people who clearly decided that they were going to take matters into their own hands and become violent in a situation like this. The anger that they feel, I, I agree with the women feeling anger. It should not be at the hostess and it should not be at the restaurant. It should be at the Democrat Party. It should be at Mayor de Blasio of New York City, the New York City Health Department, Fauci, CNN and all the other idiots running around on TV acting like health policy fascism is no big deal. Just shut up and get the shot. Show us your papers. Don't ask any questions. Ken Burns, you know, the guy who's behind the uh, Civil War, Civil War documentary that so many people have seen. He had some thoughts on the situation in America day here he is there are three great crises before this the civil war the depression and world war ii this is equal to it lincoln gave this great talk when he was very very young to the young men's lyceum it was an afternoon conversation about foreign policy and he said this is when he's like not even 29. He's a lawyer in Springfield. He said, "Whence shall we expect the approach of danger? Shall some transatlantic giant step the earth and crush us at a blow? And then he answered his own question. Never all the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa could not by force take a drink from the Ohio River or make a track in the Blue Ridge in the trial of a thousand years. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we will live through all time or die by suicide and we're you know we're looking right down the muzzle of that gun i i I have to tell you i i don't think that the pandemic is the thing that has put america uh in a place where i worry about the future of this country the pandemic was was terrible and a lot of people died from it clearly but that's a thing that happens in a society what what worries me about the the country long term where we're going long term Is what our response has been to it. And the way that half the country has been so willing to go along with this and to demonize anybody who disagrees with them. I mean, anyone with common sense, anybody who has any ability to think for themselves, would see what's happened in the country. They would say something very wrong is going on here. They keep changing the rules, they keep changing what we're allowed to do, what we're allowed to say. And if you notice it, you're a you're a bad person. Your freedom is under greater assault than at any time in my lifetime. And the people that are telling you that are somehow the ones that you're supposed to believe are your enemy. The people who want you to go back to living a normal life, who understand that there are no guarantees of safety or health in any society. And if the state promises you perfect security in exchange for all of your freedom, you must always say no to that bargain. But that's. Not what about half the country's done. It's really more than half people that are in favor of these mask mandates. People that want this stuff to continue as it is. It's it's a shame that this is the situation. It's a shame that this is what is happening, but it is. And then there's the lies, the lies that are being told. Uh, James O'Keefe's Project Veritas with another video, this time with uh, healthcare workers who are making a claim that you've you've probably heard before, but now they're adding they're adding more data points to it, that there is a lack of reporting into the VAERS, uh, the Vaccine Adverse Reaction System. Uh, I think that's close. V-A-E-R-S. I'm forgetting emergency. I don't know. There's something It's the uh, adverse reactions. All you need to know for VAERS. Here's uh, for vaccines. So if you get someone who gets the vaccine, it gets reported in this database if they have a really bad reaction to it, if they have a problem with it or whatever their side effects may be. Here is from this Project Veritas video, a federal whistleblower who is saying the government is hiding this stuff from you. The government doesn't want to show that the darn vaccine is full of, is full of. Now you got this guy in room four who got his second dose of vaccine Mm -hmm. um, on Tuesday, has been short of breath. And he's got pro myocarditis. Yes. Oh, this is bullshit. And then, now, let's see. Probably probably balkarditis due to the vaccine. Right. But now they're not going to blame the vaccine. Well, and you know what? But he has an obligation to report that, doesn't he? They are not reporting. Right. Because they want to shove it under the, yeah. the mat. It's a shame they're not treating people. I know. Like <laughs> they're supposed to, like they should. And I think they want people to die. Yeah. And how many of you seen that have gotten vaccinated here? have sick yeah. side effects? A lot. A lot? Have you seen it too? Yeah. Yes. So like who's P-E's writing a heart- bears report? Nobody, because it takes over a half an hour to write the damn. Right. Are they being honest with you about the data? Are they sharing all of the data with you about the vaccine reactions? Keep in mind they don't know how long the vaccines last. They don't know what boosters will really do to people over the long term. It's not possible for them to know. But we're supposed to trust that they're telling you every problem that comes up. From the actual vaccines. Now, I I would still sit here and tell you, unless there's horrible stuff that has been withheld. A lot of seniors, I mean, senior citizens should get this. People at high risk by their age bracket and by comorbidity should get a vaccine because this virus is basically everywhere. everywhere, All right. I mean, this virus is all over the place. It's very easy to get. You cannot protect yourself from the virus uh, effectively and still live in society. You can't. So if you're going to be at very high risk, it is worth the trade off, in my opinion, for people 65 and up to get the shot. And even people I know, like uh, Alex Berenson, who is considered so contrarian on this stuff. He thinks that people 60s, 70s, 80s should get the shot. And the thinking being, if you if you get this and you're that age, uh, if you get covid, you know, you're at real risk. But 20 year olds, five year olds. I don't know, but we're supposed to believe that they're being honest about about everything with this. I'm sorry. I uh, I don't buy it. And I think you don't buy it either. Thanks for being with me here today on the Buck Sexton show. Please spread the word. Tell somebody about the Buck Sexton show podcast. It's the quick rundown I do every morning before we get on to the radio for three hours. I will be back with you tomorrow. uh, Same time and place. As always, friends coming your way. Shields high.